0: You are the, the word to, to the music And you are the, the song that
1: Saving the Lord, and we just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this time that we can come together, Lord, and we can, Lord, Father, hear from you, and we can, Father, surrender to you. We can be filled with the Holy Ghost. We can be delivered. We can be set free, Lord. But we just ask that you have your way this evening, Lord. I. You know what a week has been, Lord, but. Father, we trust you, Lord, that this evening, Lord, that you move in a special way, Lord. But you move this morning, Lord, and you've showed us where we are, and Father, this evening, we just want to come once again, and we just want to ask you to have the preeminence, Father. We surrender ourselves to you, Lord, or you surrender myself to you, Lord, and I just ask that you use this vessel, Lord God. And, as it was said, Lord, that you take me out of the way, Lord. Father, you know everyone you need here, Lord, just ask that you go to everyone personally, Lord God. Father, I we, we tried everything I could to run away from this, but Lord, you we just want this to be spoken tonight. So, Father, Lord, I just ask that you grant the wisdom and the leadership, Lord. You grant us grace that we may receive your word, Lord. And, Father, whichever way to come, Lord, I just ask that you take it, to Father, Lord, and you make it real to our hearts, so Lord. We come with everything to you this evening, Lord, and we just want to say we love you, Lord. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Sure. It's, your, it's your good to see you all here this evening. And sure, enjoy the service this morning. God bless you, Brother Amen. I, I sure appreciate the service on Wednesday, also. I Really spoke to me, the Moses. God bless you. Amen. And we had a really good swimming lesson on Friday. Brother Andrew, that was very good. I I thought I was a good swimmer until the teacher came to to tell us about how to swim. And so we re really appreciated that. And we, oh, I believe all the young people learned that we might have to improve a little bit on our diving and the way we strike our hands and the different tents. God bless you, Brother Andrew, for that. Amen. 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 I was trying to run away from this. This, I, the Lord had laid something on my heart, but I was trying to kind of deviate and see if there was something else He would give me this morning to speak on. But as Brother Ed was speaking this morning, he said two times that confirmed that He just wanted me to speak on this. And you know, I, Brother John will tell me about it sometimes. Brother Harold will, will say that he has this a favorite topic that he likes to talk about, and I think it's predestination. And uh, that's what he likes to talk about. I, I believe many ministers will have their own favorite topic they like to talk about and, and all that, but we we just servants and whatever the Lord gives us, that's what we bring, amen. And So, you know, let's just open our hearts this evening. It's, it's for everyone, I put myself in the forefront of it all and I just ask the Lord will minister to us all, amen. amen, amen. Let's open to Matthew chapter 25, we all know this very well and Amen. It might be a little different. I might not be the same brother the marks I used to be. I don't know. But just let the Lord do it. Amen. 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 Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took the alarms and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. That were foolish took the lambs and took no oil with them, but the boys took oil in their vessels with, with the lambs. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed the lambs. And the foolish said unto the boys, Give us of your oil, for our lambs are gone out. But the voice answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them to sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and and the door was shut. Afterward came also the youth Virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, we know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reign of the world. May have you see. Amen. Our title this, this evening is, is Get the Oil. Amen. Just get the oil. The one thing that matters is the oil. The revelation is important. But without the oil you can't get the revelation. That's right. Amen. The oil is what gives you the revelation. And we know the oil we're talking about is the Holy Ghost. Amen. This evening we just want to say, get the oil. Amen. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the message. And it doesn't matter whether you're born in a message home. You might have the oil, but there's always more that you can also receive. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 We believe that we're living in the shadows of the coming of the Lord. Amen. And we believe we're living in the time that the Lord is coming back to take his bride. And, and the Lord said that we'll meet him up in the skies. Amen. And we believe that we're living in those days. We see the time approaching. And, and we see different signs as we did this morning. But yeah, the air was going through and showing different things. And we can see where we're at. Amen. We can see we're at the end of the last 2,000 years. As he was shown on the PowerPoint slide. And, and all that we're waiting for now is the rapture. Amen. We We're not waiting so much for... Another messenger to come. We're not waiting for another message to come. We've received the last message. Amen. We've received we receive the, we receive the last messenger has come and he has declared, he's spoken the word. And he's declared the message for later this year. And we, li- we believe that we're living in a bright age. And, and, and we know that we, we're getting ready to live this place. Amen. Amen. But we also know that he, he is here. The God is here. Jesus is here, he's right here with us, amen. We know that uh, he's already here, uniting himself with his bride, amen. Christ and his bride are becoming one, amen. We are uniting with him, there is a unity that is going on. Brother Brandon must speak about the uniting time, amen. It is time that we are uniting ourselves with Christ, amen. And we know that we are sealed in, if you've received the Holy Ghost, we are sealed in, and the world is sealed out, amen. The world is sealed out, and the world cannot comprehend. What is wrong with us? Amen. The world cannot comprehend why we are, what we are, and the way we act, and, and what we do, and, and why do we believe this message, and why do we stand for this message, and, and, and why have we given our all for this message? The world cannot understand they can't comprehend, you know, why are we the way we are? Why are we believing, Brother Branham? Why are we believing this message? Why are we following a man who's got a picture, who's got a light on top of his head? See, the people don't understand. It. They don't see what it means. They don't understand all these things. And they're looking at us, and they're seeing us as the ball, And they don't know why we're going about in this way. Why are we doing all these things? But it's because there is something that is on the inside. That is responding to something that is on the above us. Something that is on the outside, something that is calling us that is drawing us and we are responding to it amen we believe that we're living in a time of the marriage amen we're living in a time where we are getting anointed. and we're getting anointing if we are getting anointing that means we are getting in a relationship we are getting in marriage with Christ amen we are not just being by yourself Christ has come in this moment and the season to get married to get a bride you see the message came but Abraham came to call out a bride amen he came to call out a bride and, and he, as we know, we can take it all the way from Genesis 24. That he, he almost kind of played the role of a liaison that came and called the bride to unite with what? With Isaac. Amen. Even though we had not seen him. You see, we've not seen Isaac. We didn't know him. But yet there was something that was in us that we were ready to go. We were ready to say that I will go no matter what it is. I will go. I am ready to leave everything behind to go and meet Isaac. It doesn't matter. I'm ready to give everything up because there is a deeper that is calling me out where somewhere and I know that there is someone there that he has spoken about and I am ready to meet with this person. I am ready to be anointed with this person. I am ready to be one with this person. Amen. So he came and he brought a message to call out a bride. Amen. But you see the people don't understand it. The world don't understand it. The people have gone so far just to get into brother Branham. That's all they've come to. They've come to just get to Brother Branham, but they've not seen the Jesus that was preached in the message. They've only met a man, but they haven't met the Jesus. Brother Branham just came to bring Jesus. He came to preach Jesus. If you see this message and all you can see is Brother Branham, you're looking at it wrong. If you look at this message, what you need to see is Jesus Christ. Jesus is what he came to show us. And that's what we're supposed to see in this message is Jesus. We respect the man. He's a prophet. He's a vindicated prophet that was sent by God. But he came and he never made anything of himself. All that he pointed to was to the word. All he wanted us to get was wanted us to get Jesus. He wanted us to get him. He wanted us to be united with him. He wanted us to have a relationship with him. He wanted us to be in a marriage relationship with him. Amen. And now we're living in a time that we know that we're living in a season of the marriage. Amen. And in a season of a marriage, as, as we, we get, we've got married to Christ. We, we're not actually walking with an actual man or a physical person that we can show to say, you know, this is the husband that we're married to. But the person that we're married to is the Holy Ghost that is on the inside. He's the one that we are married to. Amen. That's Christ that has come on the inside. That's what we are married to. Amen. He's the one we yield ourselves to. He's the one that we surrender ourselves to. He's the one that is our guide. He's the one that tells us what to do. He's the one that leads us. He's the one that gives us revelation. He's the one that comforts us. He's the one that we yield, we listen to. And the only thing that he'll point us to is nothing else but the word. He won't point us to anything else, but he'll only point us to the word. Amen. Amen. That's the one that we're married to. That's the one that we've yielded ourselves to. Amen. It is the Holy Ghost. Amen. He is our husband. He's the one that we anointed with. And right now, as we said, you know, the marriage is, is taking its own now, and, and the rapture is just coming to take us to the marriage supper. Amen. The rapture is coming just to take us to the marriage supper. Proven his word, Jeffersonville, 1964. Brother Branham was speaking in, in paragraph two, three, six, just somewhere in the middle of it. He was saying, In the day of the Son of In the day that the Son of Man. In that day, the Son of Man will be revealed. What? To join the church to the head, unite the marriage of the bride. The bridegroom call will come right through this. When the Son of Man will come down and come in human flesh to unite the two together. The church has to be the word. He is the word. And the two unites you know, together. And to do that, it will take the manifestation of the revealing of the Son of Man. Not a clergyman. Do you see what I mean? Now, Brother Branham is saying, you see, it is going to be the Son of Man that is going to bring this revelation. And we know the Brother Branham, he was the heir, Son of Man, revealing the Son of Man. Amen. And so decent as man was was manifesting himself through what a man he had come in a human flesh to bring a anointing of the bride with the bridegroom. Amen. He says, says, do you see what I mean? See, it's, 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 it's son of man, Jesus Christ will come down in human flesh among us and, and will, will make his word so real that it will you know, in the church and him as one, the bride. And then she will go home to the wedding supper. Amen. He says, she's already unointing you know, to see we go to the wedding supper, not to the marriage. He says, cause the marriage of the lamb has come, but the rapture is going to the wedding supper. He said, when the word here unites with the person and they too become one, and then what does that do then? It manifests the son of man again. Not the church theologian, the son of man. The word and the church becomes one. So, the message that he brought was to unite the bride and Christ together, that the bride will now be the manifestation of the Son of Man. Right. Yeah. Amen. That's what he came to do, to bring a anointing, to bring a marriage, amen. But the rapture now is us going to the marriage supper. So the marriage is taking place here, and the marriage that is taking place here is us being anointed with him. And us being anointed with him is the Holy Ghost coming on the inside of us. Because that's who he is. He was God above us, He was God with us, and now He is God in us, in a relationship with us, in a marriage with us, by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Now, from the scripture we read, there were 10 virgins. Amen. There were ten virgins, and and Brother Branham will talk about virgins and the ten virgins and the hundred and forty-four thousand Jews, Jeffersonville, uh, nineteen sixty, and, and he will say, now he said, now if you take that name virgin and run it down, it means holy, clean, sanctified. And there were ten people, ten virgins. In other words, there were ten people that were holy, they were clean, and they were sanctified. Amen. And among these 10 virgins, five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. And you see, many a times we will attribute the foolish virgin to the denomination. And in part, it is true we can find the foolish virgin in the denomination. But tonight, I want to bring it a little bit closer home. I want to bring it right in the midst of the rank of this message. Amen. I want to bring it home this evening. Amen. Don't be surprised that there are going to be foolish virgins in this message. I'm not referring to this congregation, but don't be surprised that there are going to be foolish virgins in this message. And the Lord help us that we're not going to have any foolish virgins in this church. But there are going to be foolish virgins in this message. I want you to notice something, that these virgins, the foolish virgin, is not a bad person. Brother Branham just said he is clean, holy, and sanctified. All the ten of them are clean, they are holy, and they are sanctified. The foolish virgin is not a bad person. It's not a person that is going out and is cursing God. It's not a person that disbelieves this message. It's not a person that hates God. The foolish virgin is a person that loves this message. It's a person that believes in God. It's a person that says amen to the word. It's a person that listens to the tapes. That's the foolish virgin. He's not a bad person. He comes to church every Sunday. He comes to church every Wednesday. He never misses one service. He loves the Lord just as you love the Lord. He believes this message just as you believe this message. There's one ten that differs the two, and it is the oil. It's the ten that differs the two. Both of them sit on the same pew. Both of them listen to the same preacher. But the difference is the oil. That's the difference. It's the oil. The Lord has been with me on the Holy Ghost for a long time do appreciate your prayers when we we're going to Saskatchewan, and the Lord really moved in Saskatchewan in a special way, and really thank you for your prayers for that. But in the meeting in Saskatchewan, I don't know, I I had some few things on my heart that I was sharing there, and and I really wasn't wasn't um, wasn't planning on speaking on the Holy Ghost at all. I I spoke on the air of God's deliverance, and and the next 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 morning I spoke on on um, on threatened but not shaken. But as as, as the Spirit of the Lord was leading in the services, I just couldn't get away from the Holy Ghost. I was trying to get my topic out, I was trying to get my notes out, but I just couldn't get away from the Holy Ghost. And we spoke the services and the Lord moved in a special way among the, the brethren there and and since I came back it's just been it's just been a little different. It's been a burden on my heart about the Holy Ghost. I dunno why, I I think when I came back on the Monday I was at Brother David but those house and we just fellowshipping just a little bit and and it must have been just about may right midnight, I don't know, but we just kinda of fell on heart to have heart a word of prayer and the presence of the Lord is more than that, house in a, in a way that I, 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 just, I just can't even explain it. And it's just been something that's been on my heart. I, as I was going to speak this evening, I was thinking of different things that to speak on, and I, different things I, I thought I, I speak on, but, but, the Lord just seemed, seemed just to bring me to, to this, to talk about this one off the aisle and. I don't know, this is not, as we said, it'll be a little different. This is not the way maybe you, you normally see me speak. But, uh, we just want to do what the Lord wants, amen. And tonight I just really want to, as we get into the topic a little more deeper, I'm not going to be long, honestly, I won't be long, but if there's anything that you're not gonna get out of the service, there's only one thing you want to get. I just want you to get the title. Get the oil. If you can't remember anything, just remember that. Get the oil. Amen. So they all love the message and all these ten virgins, they love the message and but the difference between them is what is the is the oil. But we have a good news that the predestinated will not be lost. The predestinated, he's going to receive the oil because Brother Branham, we think somewhere in Christ is the mystery of God revealed. He will say that the Holy Ghost is only to the predestinated. So the predestinated, she is, she is entitled to the Holy Ghost. She's entitled to receive the Holy Ghost. She won't be deceived. She won't be a foolish virgin. She will be a wise virgin. But in the course of our walk as, as believers, we can diverge and we, we, can, we can go to a, a certain path or a certain way that is different from what we're supposed to be on. And God is not purpose, and it's not his desire for us to stay there. God wants to bring us back in the line in where we're supposed to be. If you are not called to be a foolish virgin, you can't be a foolish virgin. And whatever God will do to bring you back to be that wise virgin, he will do. it. Because what God has predestinated, no one can change. If God has made you the bride, no one can say that you're not the bride. And when the enemy comes and tells you that you are not the bride, you tell them, I didn't call myself the bride, he called me the bride. The Holy Ghost is for you. Christ came for the bride. He brought this message for us. It is not for anyone else. If it was for someone else, they would have received it. But they didn't receive it. They rejected it. But you have received it. You think you received it just because it was intellectual. But it was because there was a seed on the inside. God knows his own. And he's come to call his own. Babylon is about to fall, but there is a Daniel there. Babylon is about to fall, but there are some Hebrew children there that need to come out of that place. Amen. So he sent a message out to bring you out to receive him. We're living in a time that we can still get the oil. In the scripture we read, there came a point where it was too late. It was too late. But thank God we're living in a time that we can still get the oil. We can still get the oil. We have not yet had a cry. We know that the cry is just right at the corner. It is coming soon. But until it comes, we can still get the oil. We can still get the oil until it comes. You see, all these ten virgins, they were all waiting for the coming of the bridegroom. You see, you couldn't tell the other one to say. You see, you, you, you are not part of it. You are not gonna. When the bridegroom comes, you are not going. No, they were all convinced that they were gonna have a body change. They were all convinced that when the bridegroom comes, I am going. They were all convinced that they had a relationship with the bridegroom. They were all convinced. That they were going in a rapture. All the ten of them, you couldn't, you couldn't argue with any of them to say you are not going to make it. They were all getting ready to leave. They were all convinced when the rapture comes, I am gone. I am not. I am not staying here. I am going. I. I am, Oh, oh, oh! I'm a message believer. I tell you, I'm going. I right. They all convinced the it. but the time came that they all slumbered and slept. They all slumbered and slept, both the wise and the foolish. But there came a time that they had to awake. But the will talk about the slumbering. And you said that was down through the church ages. And he you talk about the sleeping saints. But there came a time that they had to awake. Because they heard a sound. Yeah, yeah. They heard a shout. Yeah. Now remember, before the bridegroom comes from what I understand... There is a man that goes out first and he announces and screams and says, the bridegroom is coming. So make ready. So when they had a shout and they had a man go out to say, the bridegroom is coming, get ready. They all awaken from their sleep. They all awaken from their sleep. Because the bridegroom was coming. And when they all awaken from their sleep, the five of them realize we don't have oil. We haven't got oil. Because while there was time for them to get the oil, they failed to get the oil. They carried on on the journey without the oil. They had the opportunity to get the oil. They had a chance to get the oil. They had many messages preachers, to them. They had 1,200 messages on a tape for them. They had a chance to get the oil. But what did they do? They presumed that they were going to be okay. They presumed and they said, well, the five of them have got the oil. That's all right. If we don't have, if we run A, we could ask them and we can borrow from them. We are going to be okay. If they've got the oil, they can share with us. We are believers. Sunday school will learn sharing as caring, right? Yeah. So they'll share with us. They are believers. They are good people. They won't let us perish. They will definitely share with us the oil. It's okay if we don't have it. Let's just go along. Sometimes the way we become. Well, dad has got the oil. Mom has got the oil. I am okay. The preacher's got the oil. I am okay. Our haze is under the token. I am okay. And if it's too late, well, it's okay. I'll just come and pray when the time is approaching and I get the oil. I mean, if the time is close, I can just come to the front. The preacher's got the oil. I could just ask him and he'll give me some of the oil. I don't need to rush. You give me the oil. They start to presume that it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay without the oil. When the time comes, we can come and we can borrow it. You can't borrow the Holy Ghost. You can't borrow the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is given to you. You can only receive the Holy Ghost. How can you borrow something that's been given to you? Suppose Brother Ethan gave me his keys and said, this car is yours, and, and tomorrow morning I show up at his house and I'm like, hey, is it okay if I borrow it? I just gave it to you, I told you it's yours. Why are you come to ask me if you can borrow it? God has given us the Holy Ghost. You have to receive it. You don't have to wait and go borrowing it. You can't borrow it. They said, give us some of your oil. The Holy Ghost is given to us. Isn't We are entitled to the Holy Ghost. We are entitled to it. We can receive it. We can have it. As we said, we're living in a time that we can still get the oil. We can still get the oil. See, we hold the word and we say, I got the word. We hold the message and we say, I got the message. And it is good. But the message didn't come for us to hold it. The message came for us to leave it. The word didn't come for us just to read it and and just, you know, do a duty. It came for it to become flesh in us. That's That's what the word came for. That's what the Bible is for. It's to become flesh in us. That's what it came for. Money is not what is required to get the token. You need to get the token. We can't do away with the token. We can't live this place without the token. We can't have revelation without the token. You will have... Intellectual knowledge, but not revelation. Yeah, yeah, and that's why sometimes people get deceived. Because they can quote it, because they know it, and you know they can say it all. And they say, oh, well, look, I have. A. Revelation is different. I think Brother Andrew did a good, I don't remember when, but I think one time he spoke about revelation or something like that. And it was very good. It's the Holy Ghost that does it. It is not our intellect. Brother Brandon was saying the token message, Buckersville, California, 1964. He so said, what the railroad requires, the token shows it's been met. Your fare is paid. You are ready to get on the train, plane, bus, whatever it is, but you must have the token. You can't go on without the token is that many of companies will not receive your cash. When you go out to the airplane, walk out there and say, I want to pay my ticket, you go get your ticket first. You must have the ticket. And just the token is what you must hold. The money itself will not work. You must have the token. Just holding this word... And there's a lot of riches and blessing in this word. But just holding it is not going to help. You must get the token. You must receive the word in you. That is what is going to help. When you get to the, to the throne or you're entering into heaven and, and you're packing, you know your Bible and you've got a trail of all the messages with you. And you get there and you say, oh yeah, I'm a message believer and I'm ready to enter in. The angel look at you and say, "Well, I wasn't expecting you to bring all these things with you. you. I was expecting to see it in you. I was expecting to see it in you. I don't need the books here in heaven." I need the Holy Ghost here in heaven. I need to see Jesus in you. For you to enter in. I'm not interested in the books. Not interested in how much you've read. That's good. But did it become real to you? Or was it just reading because... It made you feel like you're a believer. Yeah. It made you feel like, yeah, I know it, so when the rapture comes, I am gone. There are going to be foolish virgins in the message. It doesn't sound nice, but that's the truth. Yeah. And I don't plan to be one of them. I believe you don't plan to be one of them. If you were called to be the bride, you will not be deceived, that's true. That's right. But you know the first people who are gonna realize that rapture took place? The ones that sat right here in the pew. We were not built for a tribulation. We were built for rapture. There was a woman in Zarephath. It was a dry season and there was nothing, everything was, was dry. There was, was farming in the land and This woman had just but a little oil. Just a little oil left. That's all she had. She knew that that oil was not going to be enough for her to survive for the next couple of days. She knew that that oil was not going to be enough to to cover hair and her son. And I just want to bring it down home a little bit more. You may have just a little oil and remember these virgins are holy, clean, and sanctified. And remember the justification is, is the work of the Holy Ghost. Sanctification is the work of the Holy Ghost. And you may have a little oil. You've come all the way, justified, sanctified. See, when we were born, we, we had our first husband. And he didn't lead us to do right. He lead us to do to do wrong things. He he wasn't very helpful. But one day he died. And when he died, we were entitled to get married again. Hallelujah. And before we could make a choice of who we wanted to get married to, someone was right there saying, oh, I am going to marry you. Someone was right there ready to say, oh, I am going to marry you. In the marriage of the Lamb, Brother Branham will say for a marriage to take place, the first thing that must happen is a decision. So he came and he said, I am going to marry you. But now we have to decide whether we are going to accept it or we are going to reject it. The next thing that happens, Brother Branham says, is the engagement. Where now you're committed. But then the last thing that happens is the will. Where now you're united together. And we may have a little oil, and we've gone through perhaps justification and sanctification, and that's good. But you know, sometimes we we come to a point where our first husband is dead, but we go back to the graveyard to visit our, our, our husband again. And we stand at the graveyard, and we mourn, and we think about the good times we had with him. And sometimes you almost feel like, man, I wish I could go back. See, we're not fully separated. Our affection is still drawn to the old husband. But we wear skirts. We've got long hair. We are preachers. We are fathers of the home. But yet, we go and visit the old husband once in a while and try to have a child with him. But God is calling for a total separation. God is here and He's made a request. He said, I am going to marry you, I am willing. He's made a proposal. But now it's, to, it's up to us to decide are we going to say yes or are we going to say no? Right. The Predestinator seed will say yes. Amen. Amen. And so this woman had just a little oil left. Just a little oil left. Perhaps tonight you have a little oil left. Or maybe you don't have oil at all. You don't have any oil at all in your, in your in your in your in your lambs. See, in the situation of the woman of Zarephath, God has sin. God looked at her and saw that. Saw her desperation and the condition that she was in. And God tonight is looking and seeing the condition that you are in, that all you're in. And maybe you have just a little oil left. Maybe all these years you, you've tried to leave the message. You tried to do it yourself, and you know you've tried to conform to it and, and do all the, the do's and don'ts that is in the message, and you, you've done your best, and you don't. But you realize that you need the oil. You realize that you need the oil. You have been doing it by yourself and you're realizing I need the oil. See, if you're sitting here this evening and if you were to hear that Jesus was coming tomorrow or was coming in the next hour or so. and you realize that I need to come to the altar to make sure I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, you're at a vulnerable spot. If you knew that Jesus was coming tomorrow and the next hour, and you're sitting here and you feel like, I need to go up for prayer, for God to fill me, you're at a vulnerable spot. You are the vulnerable spot. If that's how you feel this evening. Because that means you haven't got the oil. Yeah. I thought it was going to be different tonight. I don't know why the Lord laid me to, to do it this way. But we just serve. You don't get to choose. But if that's how you feel this evening, you're at a vulnerable spot. And among the ten virgins, we want to make sure which side we are on. We want to make sure that we are the wise virgins. There's still time to get the oil. There's still time to get the oil. You see, the woman of Zarephath had come to a point where she was ready to give up. She'd come to a point where she was like, this is going to be my last service. She was ready to welcome death into her home. Because all she had was just a little crucifix of left. She knew that that was not going to sustain her. And if all we've got is a sanctified life and we are able to conform to the message and do all that is in there, we haven't got enough oil. We haven't got enough oil. She was ready to welcome death into her home. But God said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's predestinated. She's chosen of God. I called him before the foundation of the world. When I said, let there be, he was there. When my son was on the cross, he was there. She has just come to a moment that she's failed to recognize who she is. But wait a minute. Death, before you enter that door, wait a minute. You can't walk into that door because I know that person. I know that sister. I know that brother. Wait a minute. Let me search around. Where is my prophet? Where is my prophet? She's running low on oil. She's about to pass away. She's about to die. Her home is not covered. The token that she is applied on her home is not enough to cover the children. Where is my prophet? He likes to rise up. I want you to head down to Zarephath. There is a woman there that is going to feed you. She does not have oil, but he says she's going to feed you. You may be here this evening and you say, oh, I don't have enough of the Holy Ghost, or I don't have the Holy Ghost at all. Jesus is coming this way. God has sent the Holy Ghost down 156th Street this evening. He has sent the Holy Ghost down Anti Master Tabernacle this evening because Satan is trying to rob his children. Satan is trying to lie to his children to say, You are not gonna make it. But God said, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you lay your hands on them, wait a minute. Because I'm coming this evening. I am coming this evening. You've got a little cruise of oil. Said so I'm coming this evening. I have sent the holy that goes down this road. I've sent the holy that goes down this pew. I've sent the holy goes, goes down this aisle. There's just a little oil, but they are predestinated. That's right. Amen. We still got time to get the oil. The cry is about to be, the cry is about to sound, to say the break from Comet, and it'll be too late Dan. Right. But now we've got the time to get the oil. Now we've got the time to get the oil. It says, And Elijah down that way. And Elijah went down that way. And there she is, desperate. She's saying, I don't have enough. I am not going to make it. I haven't got the oil. I haven't got enough. I am not going to make it to this rapture. If he is to come in the next hour, I am not ready. If it's to come tomorrow, I am not ready because I don't have the oil. But he taught of you this evening. And he said, I'm coming down this way. I am coming down this way. And I'm coming with dust, say of the Lord. I'm coming with dust, say of the Lord this this evening. Say, you can get the oil. And when Elijah walked in there, Elijah asked there, Give me water to drink. In other words, what he was saying to her, make me welcome. And as he's walking here this evening, he's saying, Make me welcome. Just make me welcome. Just give me some water to drink. Just make me welcome. And she obeyed and I said, I'm going to make you welcome. I'm going to get some water for you. And as she was on their way to get the water for him, he said, as you were going, I want you to bake me some bread. She didn't have oil. But Elijah had come with us, said the Lord. And you have made him welcome this evening. And maybe you don't have the oil, but all that he's asking you to say, give me what you got. Have you come to just a sanctified life? Give me what you got. Have you just been justified? Give me what you got. Make me welcome and just give me what you got. Because I've got oil for you this evening. I've got abundance of oil for you this evening. Remember Elijah gave her oil that the Bible says that it was never going to fail. That oil was going to take her from that moment until the time that God has predestinated for her to leave this place. And God has got the Holy Ghost for you until the day that he wants you to leave this place. I've got all you for you. I've got all you for you. The cry is about to come. Have you got the oil? We can already hear the midnight cry saying, The bridegroom comet. <laughs> he has screamed now to say, The bridegroom cometh. The message is screaming now to set the bridegroom comet. It's time for us to check and see have I got the oil. Have we got the oil? Am I ready to live this place? Have I got the oil? The difference between those and, and Matthew 25 is that they had any, they didn't have any chance anymore. But We do. We still have a chance this evening to get the oil. You say, how do I get the oil? Well, let's go down through the Bible. Acts chapter 2. They were all in one accord in one place. They were all in one accord in one place. They all had your mind on one turn. We've got a promise. We've got a promise for the Holy Ghost. They weren't selfish saying, well, I just want him and I don't care about my brother. But they were in one accord and in one mind. We are here for one purpose. It is to receive the Holy Ghost because he promised that he would give it to us. And they gathered it in there in one accord. And all of a sudden, a mighty rushing and wind came down through. And there were tongues of fire that appeared. And the scripture said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. How do you receive it? Let's get in one a call this evening. Let's get him on a call this evening. He's not a god of yesterday. He's a god of today. He's not a god of history. He's a present living God. He's waiting for some people to take him at his word. There was an Ethiopian, he couldn't understand the word. And he was riding away. But he was chosen and God sent Philip down his way to expound the word to him. And he got baptized. There was Paul. He was blind. But God spoke to Ananias and said, go lay your hands upon Paul and he shall receive the Holy Ghost. How do you receive the Holy Ghost? It's in the Bible. We can get in one of God and the Holy Ghost will fall on everyone in this building. You can get your hands laced on and if you believe, you will receive the Holy Ghost. It was in the house of Cornelius and they gathered together and they were listening to the Word. And while they were listening to the Word, this evening, while you were listening to the Word, you want the Holy Ghost? While they were listening to the word, he said the Holy Ghost fell upon them. They weren't even baptized yet. But the Holy Ghost fell upon them. How do you receive the Holy Ghost? Receive the word. While yet he spake. It was in Acts 9.10. There were some people there that had been baptized. But they had been baptized wrong. And Paul came by the way. And he said, have you received the Holy ghost since you believed? He said, we don't know when it's going to pay that. He said, go get the baptism corrected. Yeah. Have you just been dumped in the water? I'm going to just as a wet sinner get the baptism right get the baptism right repent and get the baptism right i don't care if you're 40 years old i don't care if you're 80 years old if you got it wrong get it right do you want the oil or you don't want the oil is your reputation more important than the oil He told them, get the baptism right. And when they got the baptism right, they received the Holy Ghost. How do you receive the Holy Ghost? It's in the Bible. It's right there in the Bible. It's right there in the Bible. Get the oil. I don't care how old you are. I include myself on it. Get the oil. If you don't have enough, get more of it. He has come by this way. He's got abundance of the oil. He wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost more than you want to receive the Holy Ghost. You've been hiding yourself behind your parents. It's time to stand up. You need the Holy Ghost. You can't rely on your parents. They're not going to borrow it to you. Mom is not going to borrow you her Holy Ghost. Dad is not going to borrow you his Holy Ghost. You need your Holy Ghost. You need your experience. Get the oil. We still got time for the oil. I don't know why this sermon is coming this evening. But God wants you to know that he wants you to get the oil. You heard this morning. The things are not going to get easy. Things are not going back to normal. If you're sitting here waiting for things to go back to normal. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Things are not going normal. Things are getting worse. Brother Brenham said they will get worse and worse and worse. And how do you think you're going to overcome? With an intellectual knowledge of the word, with an intellectual knowledge of the message, you need the aisle. When the squeeze out to come, how do you think you're going to stand? You can't go borrow. You need your Holy Ghost. You need to stand. I need to stand. And the only one that can overcome anything that will come against us is Christ. That's right. That is why he came for a marriage. That's why he came to unite with you. To give you the overcoming power. Because he knows that it's going to get worse. And he knows what you need. And he has provided what you need. What more can he do? What more can he do? He died on the cross. He sent all the seven messengers, one after the other, in the age they were supposed to come. He brought the message out. He chose you and laid this here. He has sent the message out. All he's asking, just receive it. Get the oil. we still got time. I don't care where you are. Get the oil. The oil is for us. That is the fuel to the rapture. That is what is going to bring the body change. You're going to need Christ in you for a body change. Your intellectual is not going to bring a body change. Your knowledge only is not going to bring a body change. There's only one person that can bring a body change. And that is Christ. Because he proved that he can have a body change. After they laid him in the tomb, he rose again to prove that there can be a body change. The only way you can receive it is him coming in here. Let us stand on our feet this evening. Place some softness, this Angie. It is late, but we can still get the oil. We can still get the oil. I push it to another service. I push it to another service. I can't give you the oil. He is here to give the oil. The Holy Spirit himself has come to fill you. Your dad, your mom, your young person, you know where you are. If you look at the two virgins, where are you standing? You want to weigh it out and know where you're standing? If you was to come right now, are you ready to go? That's how you know where you're standing. Because if you've got the oil, then you're ready to go. Because the wise virgin was ready to go. They weren't asking, please, you know, borrow me some of yours. They had it, and they were ready to go. I believe we're living in a time that we ought to be living ready. I think for the most of some time ago, preach, get ready, or, or make ready, or whatever it was. We're living in a time that we ought to be ready. The scripture said we don't know the time and the season that is coming. And he wants us to watch. He wants us to be ready. Let's search our lives this evening. Have we got the oil? Are we ready to leave? You want to receive the Holy Ghost? You can unite you know with a brother. You can unite with your wife, you can unite with your husband, you can unite with a sister, whatever you want to do. But if two shall agree. You want hands laid on, it is in the scripture. But you must come believing. You need a rebaptism? Go ahead. Go ahead. No one is going to judge you. And if you send here judging someone, you've got a problem. If that's the word one you've received it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Get the oil. Whichever way you want to get the oil get the oil there are ministers in this building I know we have restrictions and all that but I think the oil is more important than restrictions this evening if you need to shut the cameras off let's shut the cameras off we need the oil I'd rather come and get We'll make sure I've got the oil. Good. Yeah. Good. That may sound unethical or whatever you want to call it. But tonight God is asking you for the oil. He doesn't care how. He wants you to get the oil. That's right. Amen. He wants a Holy Ghost filled church. He wants a church that he can say if someone has an need, say go down to and Tabernacle. Or, I have a Holy Ghost filled people in there. It is too late. The invincible army needs the Holy Ghost. We can't be invincible without the Holy Ghost. We need it. We like to call it. We like to call it. But are we willing to do what it takes to receive it? It's enough, it Let's leave it. Let's become the Word. This is the bright age. We've had it. It is the bright age. We are the final voice. Okay, let's become it. Let's get the oil. You want to become it? Get the oil. You want revelation? Get the oil. There's no other way out. No other way out. But the brother will preach the seals, and he'll come back and say, the seal is all good, but this is the high Lord when he preaches the token. Why does he preach the token? You're not going to get a revelation of what he said in the seals if you don't have the token. Get the oil. There are ministers here this evening. I I want all the ministers to come. This is a Bible-believing church. We're serving a living God. We're not serving a dead God. If you want the Holy Ghost, you can receive it this evening. You can receive it this evening. You don't need to let it pass your boy. Get the oil. Get the oil this evening. I don't know why. Oh, God has been telling me what he wants you to get the oil. Don't presume that you've got it.
0: Sing to him. Sing completely through. to him. for